It's time for trending issues. It's time to talk trending matters. It's another beautiful day. It's the last day in the month of February. Welcome, everyone. It's still the morning show on Futa Radio 93.1 FM. Of course, once you hear the drums roll in, yes, you know that it is time uh, to talk about matters that relate especially to Nigeria. A panel of analysts uh, right here to dissect matters from various angles and perspectives. I'm Lucas, the young god, and uh, trending issues is on right now. We have uh, Sarkay in the building. Sarkay, good morning. Good morning. How was the weekend? Good, great. All right, all right. Thank you very much uh, for coming in. And now uh, let's start with some educational matters. The Senior Staff Association of Nigerian Universities has uh, also threatened uh, to shut down universities because of the failure of the federal government to implement the memorandum of action it signed uh, with that particular union. Now, Sanu is saying that the, the management of Sanu is saying that it had been reluctant to resume its suspended strike uh, because of uh, the effects on students and uh, university education and the parents uh, in general also regretting that the federal government is forcing the union uh, to down tools this is uh, reminiscent of uh, you know what is going on with us right now what do you think well i think uh it's not yet uru for the university system <laughs> because it's now obvious that all the problems now have been laid on the table hmm. but from Asu, Sanu, and Asup, so many of all them. of them are bringing Asu, it's about joining. Mm. Well, it's unfortunate that we have to be dealing with those, this present issue Issues. at this particular time, mm. because we know that we are at an austere time. Mm. Like I used to say, there's no doubt us denying the fact yes. that we are at an austere time. Yes. And next year, we'll be holding a major election. Mm. You know, whatever monies the federal government have now mm. will have been channeled towards preparing for yes. the next election yes but like we, we've been saying mm. this is the right time for anyone who wants to collect something yes who collect from to federal government mm. because any new government that comes in 2003 to take time to settle down yes maybe six months or one year one year before they can listen to you mm. So they are holding the federal government by the jugular. Hmm. I think they will get something. They may not get everything. Everything. It's just that my pain, our pain is for those students, innocent students, those people nearing completion, hmm. those people that we were hoping to serve this year. Hmm. If this one tarries, you know, it it will definitely affect, yes, them. affect them. And I think the federal government should should definitely look at all the uh the things that have been placed on their table. Mm -hmm the alternative mm -hmm. payment system yes. they are putting in place. Mm -hmm. But you see, they've been playing politics all along. Yeah. The ASU have given them alternative. It has taken them over a year now, almost two years to be looking at it. Mm -hmm. They are not yet doing anything with it. Mm -hmm. So if Sanu also is bringing an alternative payment, we don't know how long it will take them. Yes. But the truth is that, by and large, it's the students that is affected. And whether we like it or not, some people will migrate mm. to Ghana, to Togo. Some will go to private school, mm. you know. And this is what I see. There's a gradual, uh, you know, erosion from the tertiary institution. Yes. Like it happened in the primary school and in the secondary school. Mm. How can we get to a place that won't reckon with the federal government institution? Mm. Like the reality in secondary school, mm. though I know that some missionary schools are trying to take back their school, 
But the truth is that nobody reckons with public school, mm. the primary and the secondary school Close. level. Mm. I hope this start and stop will not get to that level that government tertiary institution will not be looked in that light. Mm. That they are serious, they are unpredictable, unstable, and then people brace up, do what they can, and then send their children mm -hmm. to. That's why we are seeing proliferation of private universities, despite the high cost. Because people would rather let their children spend four or five years than spend number of years that you cannot predict. Mm. Okay. Uh, it's still uh, trending issues right here on uh, The Morning Show, Futa Radio 93.1 FM. Uh, right now, if you're just tuning in, we are just talking about the fact that the Senior Staff Association of Nigerian Universities, uh, which yesterday said it would soon shut down universities uh, due to government's failure, the federal government's failure to implement uh, the Memorandum of Understanding. Essigon is in the building. Essigon, good morning and welcome. Yeah, greetings. How was the weekend? weekend was interesting okay i'm very sure we'll be hearing more about that later on but uh, for now esigon uh, asu got on strike on a warning strike as, as as they say and sanu also threatening to down tools over government's failure uh, to actually implement some of their agreements uh, memorandum of agreement uh, right there signed between them and the federal government they also like asu who was asking for a different university payment system are uh, asking for their u3ps as well what do you think well, this is the university community, and one would expect that this particular community is unique. Hmm. And of course, it's easy for anyone that is exposed to know that the uniqueness can be catered for with one application. Hmm. It's just that there has to be those that are academic staff based on the alienation and mm -hmm. then those that are non-academic staff mm -hmm. yes. you know according to you know how we do the division here mm. i have not been opportune to school outside the country before in a foreign university to know if they have this kind of delineations mm. you understand if if this is unique only to nigeria that mm -hmm. is actually bringing forth such kind of you know, occurrences and discussions where, uh, on one hand, ASU is calling for UTAS just because of the anomalies in IPPIS, which is, I mean, it's to be expected. Hmm. Then now we're having Sanu decide to come and, yeah. well, I, I, there are times in these conversations that you just calm down and look at it and ask yourself what is happening mm. what's what's going on because one it is expected that everyone that is involved in this at least the the minimum of exposure to education or to schooling as we call it we should be at the degree level you understand so and schooling should help people process things differently um, see things more how do I put it objectively, objectively yeah. you know than those that are unlearned you know would do so 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 I, 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 I really am at a loss at what is happening here and what Sanu is trying to pull by this their singular action okay. 
I really don't understand why we have to go at loggerheads when we're in the same system, mm. why we cannot actually sit back. Maybe I'm reading it wrong. Mm. You understand? Maybe okay. I'm reading it wrong. And if I'm reading it wrong, then I'll, I'll be glad if someone puts me through. Mm. But from where I sit and looking at the whole issue, I personally think that it is unnecessary. Mm. And that is why when ASU consistently has been asking for stuff like this and you find that Jack, for instance, has been sitting back and letting ASU sit alone, you know, or sit dif- differently with the federal government as if they are not in the same ecosystem, mm. then you wonder. And But then when the largest or when maybe ASU's efforts, you know, yield some fruit, it's mm. not as if it is only ASU that is going to benefit from it. You know, it's, it's still the whole system. So why not you know, form a united front, at least for once, and let's deal with this issue once and for all, for so all. that we can know that we really are passionate about education mm. and not just our personal ambition. Okay. Now, uh, let's come to Skywalker on this particular issue. Skywalker, good morning. Morning. Thank you very much for joining us. Now, uh, Skywalker, uh, Essigon was asking and saying that he did not understand uh, why Sanu was, uh, why, why this was so necessary at this point in time. Of course, well, uh, Sake rightly reminded us, and you have said many times before, that if you want to get something from this government, now is the time to get this. Of course, uh, part of the reason that uh, Sanu is also going on this strike, and which I checked out, is for the fact that it was agreed that the 2009 agreement uh, that they had with the federal government would be reviewed every three years, but saying that 12 years after, not even 50% uh, was implemented. What do you think? Well, I would just chip in from uh, Essigon's points in the sense that, look, these things should be done, you know, in a coordinated manner so that we don't have a so call of strike and then Sanu is going on strike. Mm. It doesn't make any it sense at all. Sense. So if we want to shut down everything, let's shut it you know, down once and for all oh. and get the issues sorted out. Ouch. And that's why sometimes when you see the bickering that, you know, goes on in the university system, uh, you know, amongst these unions, you just want to wonder what is happening here really. Yes, you represent different uh, constituencies yeah. and all that. But again, the interest is the same. It's not, it's not even the interest because the okay, interest yeah, is the yeah, same. Yeah, of course. It's, it's, it's all to the welfare of uh, university workers. So if, if then the interest is the same, uh, yes, we may represent different you know, uh, uh, people, yes. but at the end of it all, we have to find a way to channel our effort towards achieving that one goal. Yeah. And that one goal is to ask or to demand for better welfare for our workers, workers. or for our members. Mm. And I think that's, for me, is the most important thing. So mm. if ASO is on strike and, and they, are, they are going after their demands, I, I, I think this, this should also be the time that mm. uh, Sano and uh, Nat and uh, others should also you know, make their demands so that when, when ASO is talking on the table they are yes, also so talking with the minister yeah. the government is also attending so that we have all these things you know sorted out once and for all so so that you don't solve asu's problem and asu is calling off a strike and then that's when you are also waking up to yeah, to the reality and, and then, then you want to strike. now shut down the whole university then that extends the time that ordinarily the system you know should, should have been maybe activities in the university should have is should have been suspended so for me i think it's good that they are you know they are putting these notice but enough of this uh, we want to go we want to go when do you want to go like uh Yoruba people will say you want to run mad you want to run mad when are you going to go to the street 
you understand me? So mm-hmm. the, the issue is you, you want to do it. Yes, they've given a warning because last month they, they held a meeting and gave the government, you know, some kind of uh, ultimatum to the fact that, look, minimum wage areas have not been paid. Yeah. Uh, you know, several other issues uh, as per the IPPIS uh, had not been attended to. True. And uh, this new alternative that they are even bringing on, uh, this, is, this is something new because, again, Sano and uh, Nat and uh, Nassau had jumped on the boat even before uh, they could even know what IPPIS was bringing on board. Yeah. They, they, as soon as the directive was out there, they had jumped on the boat. Hmm. It was only Asu that was saying, no, we don't want this, and hmm. they were not ready to, 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 to register. But, well, eventually the government found a way to play a fast one on them and got them enrolled even without collecting one single data from them. Mm. So sometimes you want to then wonder how did they enroll them? Because in the case of others, mm. they had to organize some kind of uh, enrollment exercise mm. where they collected data, they collected a whole lot of uh, you know, information from, 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 from workers. But when ASU was going to be enrolled by fire by force, by all uh, tricks and uh, gimmicks, mm-hmm. they didn't need to do any enrollment exercise and they just uh, enrolled them without... Uh, Without them even knowing that they have been enrolled to the <laughs> to the IPP, so, <laughs> so I I just hope and pray that at the end of it all, mm. uh, you know, these efforts are coordinated mm. and uh, let's get it done once and for all. Okay, thank you very much. And let's go to another trending matter right here on uh, trending issues. Sarkey, still coming back to you. Of course, uh, last week we you know Nigeria watched and waited uh, for the president to assent to the electoral. Uh, no bill uh, 2022 and finally uh, he did but it's coming at some cost even though some might not see it as that much but uh, the timetable uh, for the 2023 elections has been shifted by the independence national electoral commission from february 18 to february 25 and it's uh, following the late signing of that particular act uh, by the president muhammadu buhari is there any impact whatsoever? You know, does this shift in? Um, how do you see? Does it favor? You know, the the aspirants of politicians. Maybe give them some more time to campaign. Or how do you look at this? Well, I'll say that the politicians are always prepared. Is their game? Hmm. Is with the electorates that are always slacking. Hmm. Take it from me. Twenty twenty three has been on almost as soon as the second inauguration of the you know this last. Hmm government. Things have been put in place, mm. but they were not obvious because we are not part of them. There have been a lot of scheming, mm. back scheming, you know, all those things. Meeting outside Nigeria, they know they do their things. Sometimes when we see them go to Dubai, go for some wedding, some, you know, some, we do understand that these are avenues for political, you know, for them to run some things. Uh, one week interval, for me, I don't think uh, it's much, but it's much for somebody. <laughs> one week is enough to convince some other people. Mm-hmm. But the major political order, jobbers, if I must put it, mm. uh, they are ready. They are ready scheming. They are mm. ready putting plans in place. They are ready traveling about. We've seen some moves now. Mm. We've seen some moves on social media. We've seen some unusual visit to Emia. We see some Tobani, some they, they are they are already at work. <laughs> it's, it's the electorate, I'll say. Taking the last election now, for example, on Saturday, mm-hmm. there's so much voters apathy. It shows that uh, most of us have concluded 
and to the advantage of the politicians mm. that our vote will not count, that mm. we should not be involved. For us, it's a negative. For them, it's a positive. Because the mm. less we show up, the easier it's easy for them to manipulate the election. So for me, I think the awareness that we need now is for we on this other side mm. to create more political awareness. Mm. Let's remove sentiments. Okay. Let's remove all this ethnical bias, mm. religious bias. Mm -hmm. Nigeria have gone through enough. Mm. We've seen 50 years of Dubai. Mm. We've seen 50 years of... In fact, let's not go to Dubai. Ghana has turned to a modern nation. Mm. You know, in every rating, I was reading economic rating and mm -hmm. many things, yes. Ghana has overtaken Nigeria. Yes. Take it or leave it. Mm. Google it. So, and we are still sleeping. And this is all about leadership. We should forget all this, whether it's PDP or APC or whatever. It's time for us to wake up. There's still time, whether we like it or not. Like our Boris gun mantra, raise the limit, inform ourselves. Let's preach to each other one-on-one. -on -one. Let's select good leaders, hmm. leaders that will take Nigeria from where we are. Hmm. If we continue like this, like Skywalker said, we may not have a Nigeria. Hmm. That's the reality. Nigeria is being run on debt now. That's the reality. Nigeria is run on borrowing. I'm not praying that this war will continue. Maybe if there's oil increase, it may bail us. That's if they don't squander it during the election. But this is the truth. The next policies will only take money from us. Hmm. That's the reality. Okay. It will only take money from us. Okay. And we have leaders that will spend anything. Hmm. I was speaking to somebody yesterday that was telling me how much this day spent on election uh, court, uh, on court processes, on, on after election. They spent money. Hmm. And it's our money that has been spent. Hmm. So we, we should do as much as possible to reduce all these you know, complications. Let's work with them. Let's shout when we can shout. Hmm. Let's bring out our voters' car. Let's put our mouth where it counts. Okay. Let's look for good leaders. Okay. And let's play the game the way they are playing it. To <laughs> All, right. Favor us. All right. Let's come to S. Egon on this particular uh, uh, issue right now. And uh, the, the, the whole point while so many groups were agitating for the fact that President Mohamed Buhari should sign uh, the, the, the bill before February 22 actually was so that it would ensure that INEC would not need to change the date in conformity with the act uh, but that has happened what do you think well the thing is finally we have a new electoral mm -hmm. uh, deal, last. Uh, which is great one thing that I am now going to have to do which um, I really must apologize that I didn't do was to read, read the whole bill. I only saw some components because it's just when this um, by-election that took place in those states got concluded, I realized that, wait, um, did I even check to see if this particular electoral bill caters for some of the issues that, you know, elections have been on? For instance, um, some people complain about apathy, people not coming out. Well, don't forget that we had a fuel situation. Um, in, all over the nation and that could be a factor as well. The second thing that could be a factor is the the polling unit thing in our location. I, I should be able to vote Look. 
at a place convenient to me. But where you find that your polling unit is far away from you, sometimes you are discouraged to, to just leave your house. And more so, the, we run election in such a way that they declare no movement. You know, they say it's only those that are on electoral business that should drive. So how do you want to walk if, for instance, your polling unit is at St. Peter's and you live at Elisha Garage? And you do the one you come back. You get my point. And so you, you want to walk just because you want to, you know, so and that's why I said I have not checked the details of this particular one to see if it caters for that, you know. So if I check, then I'll be able to talk more authoritatively on, on it. But as for the timetable or no timetable, we now have a working document to work with and that is enough so mm. and if you look at the shift it's just a couple of days it's not yeah. it's not by a month it's not by two months or three months so INEC is making extraordinary moves to ensure that all of these things are checked out but it is now on us like i'm going to do and i'm calling on other people that are listening to do please go and find that bill and read it into to, as in read it from beginning to the end to understand so that because a lot of people were just rejoicing just rejoicing just rejoicing and i'm sure they don't have an understanding of why uh, what they are rejoicing about <laughs> so until you actually read it then you understand mm. uh, what we are talking about here okay let's come to skywalker on this particular issue now skywalker what do you think about this shift well, I think the shift is not so significant because, again, uh, INEC has not come out to complain that this would cost them a lot. But uh, all they just decided to do was to conform to the new law because the new law states categorically that uh, you must bring out uh, all your yes, activities a year before the election elections. you know kickstarts and i think that's what uh, they they have just decided to because again earlier they had you know pushed out some kind of uh, plan yes. and uh, yes. arrangement timetable and all that but again if we are to follow what had been signed into law it would yes. not uh, be conforming conform. to the new law it will negate the new law which of course would not be the best thing to to do because again any political party could you know hang on that, that and then uh illegitimize if there's anything like that all the processes that have been put in place so it's good that INEC has decided to you know uh, reshuffle a little bit mm -hmm. and then you know uh conform to the new law mm -hmm. uh concerning the issue of uh, what it entails what the new law entails i think basically for me the introduction of ICT, the fact that the law, the fact that our laws, the fact that we have found a way to, yes, the Constitution does not, um, you know, uh, state it categorically, state it clearly that we could bring in or that we could use ICT, bring in all those uh, innovations that INEC is, is, is uh, you know, putting in place. Putting but the Constitution also provides that INEC can make rules can make laws, can make, uh, you know, uh, policies. policies that would better our electoral process. Precious. And I think that's what, you know, the Electoral Act is supposed to do. And and capturing that this time around, you know, goes a long way to give some level of credibility to the electoral process. Because, again, all these manual things that we've been doing, where people would carry lamps to read results out, where people would be wondering, is it uh, DPP or is it, uh, you know, you know, you, you get what I'm saying. 
saying Th- that very archaic way of doing it we are gradually leaving it out and i'm sure that in in, in time to come because I, I want to be optimistic that as we go on we would get to a level where people can at the comfort of their houses yes. you know decide who they want yes but it's going to be a gradual process 1999 we started another window uh we are here now yes it's taking us this long but we are not where we used to be in, in 1999 in fact elections that were conducted in 2003 which was more like the first one conducted under a, a, a democratic setting because the 1999 one was still conducted yes, under yes, yes. the military yes. regime the 2003 that was conducted you know under the white under the uh, civilian rule or uh, democratic rule mm. you know if you compare that with what we have now it's a far cry from you know what it used to be and of course that's to tell you that it's getting better hmm. would this solve all the problems that we've been having in our electoral process absolutely no. not so people should not also put it at the back of their minds now that since this law has been signed that automatically means that every problem will be solved no it will take some time it will take some you know uh reviewing some you know INEC would have to keep looking at what they have done how can they better it Mm -hmm. even with these laws that have been put in place again we also have to consider the gadgets that we're using some of them would need to be uh upgraded some of them would need to be changed as time you know goes on yes there was a time we're using a uh what do they call this one that card reader and all those but we have left all that and we have we have moved now to the beavers which i'm sure you know, gradually as time goes on, we may get to a level where all you just need to do is just go there, turn print, and then you choose whoever you want to, you know. So it's going to take some time. But it's important that we review the process, that we allow, you know, some kind of development to happen, especially on the positive side. Right. Sake is talking about Ghana. I will not talk about Ghana this morning because <laughs> Ghana too did not have lights for, 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 for a while now, just like uh, some parts of Akure. You know, they are not having light now. <laughs> Ghana too did not have light for, for... I'm talking about just a day or a couple of but days ago. There are universities. I'm, I'm not comparing. I'm not comparing. I'm just saying that uh, maybe, 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 it's not, is maybe, more, maybe Ghana, more international maybe, to, maybe, to maybe this morning, the, the, Ghana, the is not, is stronger. Ghana is not a, a name you want to say this. Because they are all universities too and on site. So maybe Ghana is not the best country to mention this morning. In every other all right then. God help Nigeria. All right then. That's uh, that's uh, you're still on trending issues with Radio ninety three point one FM on the morning show. Now uh, let's come back to you, Sake, on this uh, next issue that uh, is trending, which is uh, the sixty eight amendments of uh, uh, this uh, constitution review uh, we've been talking about, and the National Assembly. The, the way the papers put the the, the language actually very very funny, but uh, the National Assembly has actually snubbed the Southern Governors Forum uh, on their clamor for resource control and state police by uh, you know you know coming. De- being decentralized uh, and we were talking about this uh, last week uh, on some of the agencies that had been dis- decentralized and uh, how some of the important ones the ones that really touch the people uh, have not been spoken about just yet and now we're having that the national assembly has snubbed this particular clamor for you know resource control by states and of course for the decentralization of the police force what do you think you know i said something sometimes last week that it's time we hold our National Assembly uh, members, both upper and lower house, mm-hmm. we should hold them accountable. 
Because you see, it's so easy for us to put all the blames on the presidency. They are saddled with lawmaking. Now, some of the political leaders who are representing the people, the South, have suggested some things. And people have written to the House of Assembly, state police, VAT, and some issues. They are technically snubbed the essential issues. And for how long? We've all known that 1999 constitution is not helping the nation. There have been an attempt during the Obasanjo regime to touch this. There was a constitutional assembly, though the recommendation was not accepted. During the Jonathan regime, we had something like that too. How long are we going to be shifting this goalpost? Is it not obvious that a state police is very important at this moment? It was youth who went to accost Amrabas at Romi. There was no police in sight. And when I read the headline that police recovered, I was like, <laughs> where? Hmm. After who have done what? Hmm. And do you blame a policeman? Maybe, who knows, I've not been to Romi a long time. Maybe there's only four of them in a police station who, <coughs> who want to die. Hmm. <laughs> when you have so those are the realities. They are numbered. They are, they don't have what it takes. Yes, Amantepo may not have done 100%, but we can see the influence from before it started and now. That's what we are trying to see. Decentralization is the way to go. But like we have been crying, the reason why our leaders have refused to decentralize is because they stand to gain more. There's an aura of somebody sitting down and heading 36 units, states. If a Minister of Road, you have all the 36 roads, Federal Highway, in your control and transport. We like that, even though we may not be performing. Hmm. Even though we may wake up and say that we are doing 36 roads. If, for example, we, we are supposed to have 400,000 kilometers of road and you don't do three, less than 1,200, and you say you have done well. Hmm. And I ask you, please put it in percentage. The language some of us here, so that you can score your mark by yourself. <laughs> so those are the issues. And I think the onus is now on us from the State House of Assembly for us to write petitions and then for every political unit to call back these National Assembly members hmm. and insist that this is what we want. This is why you are representing us. Yes. Because if we keep quiet, they will keep playing the game and time will keep going. And the longer it takes, the more difficult it, it becomes. becomes. True. Because some people are benefiting and they'll be looking for ways of perfecting this act as they have been doing year by year. Hmm. So it's time for us to have a common voice and say, we may not, like Skywalker, we may not start everything at a halt, but let's take it step by step. step. If it's step policing, we take, let's take it as bad. But let's that be a mindset that we cannot continue this way. This way. And for us, let's not accept the status quo as if they are trying to help us that this is what we can do for now. Accept it. It's a way of just trying to shift us. Before we know it, we'll, that will wait for another four years. Another set will come. They'll just look for one thing. Give us, an, no, just like a hungry, just give you one biscuit. Then we keep quiet. Before you know it, it's a hundred years. Hmm. And they will have perfected the art. Okay. It's time to shout 
this is not right. Okay. We should start something. Okay. You're still on trending issues. And let me come to Essigon with this with this particular one right now. I remember uh, when uh, the, 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 the whole incest thing uh, began in 2020. And uh, that five points demand was given to the government. And uh, we were having a discussion about it, me and a circle of, uh, of, of, of men. And uh, talking about the fact that that particular five point demand was an emotional response. Was an emotional, you know, uh, uh, that demand came from an emotional place and not basically from a logical place and uh, the truth is that uh, the, the federal governments can gladly beat their chest and say that they have met almost every single one uh, of those demands if we are looking at it that way and uh, now we're coming to the fact that people have been clamoring for this decentralization of a thing or rather the review of the constitution and uh, Yes, they are reviewing the constitution. They are decentralizing some areas, uh, but not the areas that really should matter. And uh, while we were talking about this last week, uh, they've, 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 they've shunned the you know resource control and uh, you know uh, the, the policing and whatever, and are actually going to debate immunity and life pension for the Senate president and others. What is your take on this? Well, it's evident now and more so that the knowledge gap between the electorate and the elected is wide so wide in fact if anybody uh, would have felt that oh wait there's been some change but by the by-election that happening in those states you know will actually well just accurate south accurate not will let you know that well there is seriously fire on the mountain because if you ask the people that went out to vote for instance the number of people that went out to vote mm -hmm. it's not as if they fully understand representation you, you get they it's it, it was most of them will be emotional most of them will be sentimental most of them will be financially induced not as if they understand representation because that's the issue we have the issue we have is that we really don't understand and appreciate what representation is all about. That, okay, we are voting this person to go and do what? Why is he being voted there? You know, and it's because we largely lack that information. That is why things are like this. If you say people have been clamoring for restructuring and all that, you want to ask which people? Because that's the question. You want to ask which people? And then you want to ask how? Like, how are they going about it? Because there are actually ways to go about this as well. There are ways to go about it intelligently. But like we know, the people that have the means, the people that have the say, the people that matter, you understand, are they being carried along? You know, there was a time when the governor of the state, Akiridolu, uh, uh, you know, he made such statements around restructuring and some other governors too mounted, mounted the restructuring issue and all that. Okay, now we are hearing that um they they are being shunned that's the southwest component of this contribution is being shunned and all that and when we had this conversation one of the things i raised was that at least there's what we call the ngf the present head of the ngf is from the southwest i i'm i'm, I'm right right that should be uh, governor Miami. you understand and so what when you meet at the ngf level what do you discuss Okay, look at all the back and forth that went on, especially with this electoral bill. All the sentiments and things that came into play. You know, because when this thing affects them directly, they know how to bring in wisdom. They know how to deal with these issues because they've been playing the game for long. But when it affects the people, 
Because if you want to look at it, like Saki has rightly pointed out, if we want to decentralize, who is going to pay? I mean, who is he going to, to pay the most? Then one, if you decentralize, that will mean that you will be expecting governors to do more work than they have been doing before. Now, in the, in the reality, you have been elected as a governor and you are just doing the motions and you are earning so much. Would you want to change that status quo? Would you now want to be saddled with more with more responsibilities because it is more, more responsibilities you understand more like a lot more than that it will require effort that means you 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 will not find a place where uh, a governor will come in you know with all the hair black and leave fatter and chubbier than he came in but you're most likely going to find that Obama situation that within a couple of uh, he has <laughs> great <laughs> because of, of that. So if if you if we look at it really, the people that actually have the means to do so, they are not really ready to do it. Now that is that is one. Then the the electorate, we that are most concerned, we are not even knowledgeable about what is you understand hmm. what's 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 what should be done yeah. and what we're talking about well, yeah. rather uh we can shout on social media and and uh, shout and follow after a, a sudden uh i mean a certain a sunday boho hmm. or be or be touting um, a certain uh non mm, okay. and be and those ones they are not they don't know how far they are not organized they are not they don't they don't even know how to articulate I mean, articulate the the issue. If okay, if for instance the, uh, the maybe the president wakes up now and just says, "Bram, oh yeah, oh yeah, you people have shouted, oh yeah, go." Then that is where you know that there's a problem, because you will see that now the canoe is absolutely clueless as to what the next thing to do. Or Iboho <laughs> is clueless as to the next. Thing. You understand? So there there has been no strategic so agitation that we have actually. There's a template. Who has brought a template? That is when you know that we are serious about this restructuring, not just mounting it. As long as there's no tam- templates, we are just being political. That's okay. that's it. All right. Now, uh, speaking of this uh, whole decentralization of police, the IGP has uh, actually said that it's reconciling its record uh, in order to ascertain the number of arms missing from its armor. You might remember that the Auditor General's Office uh, of the Federation actually revealed that no fewer than 178,459 pieces of uh, uh, ammunition armaments uh, went missing from the police armory without any formal report of their whereabouts. Remember, I was having this discussion and wondering what happened to those particular ammunition skywalker what's your take well first let me just say a little bit about uh, the restructuring issue and, and the fact that um we don't have leaders who really are ready to do it because again uh it is the same company but uh, different shareholders <laughs> because the truth at the end of it all is just about you know the sharing he, that that is it so is 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 the same the the company is one yep. and truth is the fight most times during elections is about who be, who becomes the chairman of the company who who is in charge of the cookie jar yeah so that's that's what the elections usually no they are not usually that's that's the concern so if there's anything that is going to at the end of the day disrupt this arrangement of course you're not going to get the kind of you know consensus that is needed to make the changes because there are some people who just strongly feel that restructuring is tantamount to decentralizing or to scattering the country. Some, some are afraid that if we decentralize, they may not necessarily survive. 
So some have also, you know, they are so worried that if you if you take the power from them, if you give it to individuals in the at the state level, you know, that you have you would have taken fifty percent of the money from them, monies that ordinarily should be at their own disposal for sharing. Hmm. So there's a lot, there's a lot that comes into it, especially if you look at the political ramifications. It's not going to be an easy thing. Yes, we may be talking about it and saying that they should have done this. It's not going to be an easy thing. Even the governors that are mouthing it, they know that it's not going to be an easy thing. But what I am saying and what I am, I am calling for is the ability to still continue to talk about it. It may not be now. It may not be this crop of people. But if you're quiet on it, if you're silent on it, that's how we're just going to accept this status quo and nothing would change. Nothing would really happen because I've said it. The continuous existence of Nigeria as one nation depends, for me, largely on one thing. Our ability to restructure, our ability to evolve, our ability to attend to all these agitations that you are hearing, you know, from left, right and center, from the north, east, west and everywhere. If we don't attend to them, it will just continue to deepen our divisions along ethnic lines, along geographical lines, along whatever lines that you want to put it so they may be comfortable about it now but going down the line in another 10 years in another 20 years in another 30 years we cannot continue to do like this i'm also we cannot wish our problems away if it were if it were a case where prayers can actually move mountains or more we would have moved a lot of things me self i go do prayer <laughs> and truth is nigerians are praying if there's one country that I know has, if we want to call the capital of religious activities, Nigeria is one of them. And yet, look at our state. So, we cannot wish it. Problems are called problems because they don't go away. You have to find a way to make them go away. Solve them. But here are we. What are we doing? We are just wishing... And, and so it's not going to con- if we continue like this it's not going to work for IGP looking for guns that have been lost I wish him well <laughs> let them look for it <laughs> give us a report as to what happened <laughs> because that that number is staggering it's a very staggering and number, it will actually. cost the government a whole lot to replace them okay so how did the guns go away from the armory who did these guns go to who collected them Hmm. and 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 then we are talking about crime and criminality people having access to guns these Hmm. are guns that were bought by the government Hmm. and have ended up in the hands of criminals killing innocent nigerians Nigerians. okay now let's uh, quickly talk about uh, another trend in myself before we call it a wrap for the show today which is the issue of fuel scarcity and npc has said that uh, in three weeks uh, that this whole fuel scarcity would be over but now it seems like they're you know going back on that saying that it may continue past that three-week mark uh, due to the russia ukraine war due to that russia ukraine tension and sanctions over you know various parts of uh, the mediterranean and the black sea skywalker quickly your thoughts on that what thing is we understand that there's problem internationally of course, you know, uh, everyone is careful so that you don't uh, carry your vessel through a point where they will go and bomb the whole thing. 
and you would lose a lot of money. Mm. So that is understandable. And even at that, we have a lot of uncertainty around the global oil market. So everyone is very careful. Those who are even refining and selling are a little careful with just dishing out everything because you never know. Maybe your people, maybe with all this, we don't know how long Russia is going to continue at this. Mm. So if you just refine and you you dish out everything, so mm. everybody is trying to recalculate. Everybody they use sense. Mm. If to say Nigeria too they refine, why should we be selling all up? Because that's why you see sometimes when okay, for instance, there's the issue of you know uh, that Africans are not being treated well during this war, and then we have carried the very huge banner of racism and we have placed on it, and then I'm like, no, it necessarily doesn't have to be racism. Mm-hmm. The issue is the scarcity. And if there's scarcity, who comes first? The citizens. They are all citizens. Come first. That's how it happens. It's as simple as that. People are saying, is it is the time of war? Is the time of war? No. <laughs> it doesn't work like that. If I have kids and you bring your own kids and there's yeah, there's yeah. less food, you think I'll feed your own first? It's, it's just just the human nature. Nobody does that. You don't put your own children at, in, in hunger and feed another man's child. It is war. They resources are very scarce and that's 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 what it is the, the time when and uh, when we told ghana to leave we told them to leave because it was it was it was eminent that we needed them out of the place ah. out of nigeria and we all did ghana must go Abi? is that also mm-hmm. what was racist about that Abi-o. so we, did we say racism? so it's it's, it's, it's just uh, it's the survival ideal thing instinct. yeah so survival okay. instinct okay and so. we don't know how far our guy putin is going to go with this but they started talking so yes, yes they started there talking. are many sanctions that will be put in place but ukrainians are the ones that are going to be hard hit with this i commiserate with them and i hope they will go to the peace table and talk about this okay because i know I was trying to check the nickname of old Russia. It was used to be the beer. Mm. You know what the beer? I hope Putin will not just get more violent. The way he's going on with this, and it's like nobody, the best the other powers can do is just put on sanctions. There's even football sanctions coming on and all that. It's like that's the best the other people can do for okay. now. Okay. Uh, now, Esigon, let's, let's let's come to you. I think you have friends in Ukraine. Uh, what's your take on all of this? Well. I've always said it that the only time that war is sweet is when you're watching, you're watching a movie. A movie. <laughs> in real life, there's nothing interesting about war. So whatever it is we can do to avoid war, we should avoid it. Okay. And for me, if I had a chance to actually, you know, sit down with Putin, a guy how far? Matter no hard wish like that. Like seriously, it is like seriously. But I hope someone gets this podcast across to him and he understands. As we speak, you know, uh, over 300 people have been killed. Ukrainians only. We don't know how much casualty the Russians have incurred. Uh, we are having, you know, a humanitarian crisis that's that's having over four hundred thousand people out of Ukraine and looking for, you know, be- people are staying in bunkers, people are hiding. You know, this there is nothing good about this. Sometimes you want to wonder what is it exactly that Putin wants. Exactly. Because again, if you are able, if you decapitate the political class or the political system in in, in Ukraine, then what? Then to what? And funny thing is that you can remove the leadership. What about the people? And you have seen how resilient the Ukrainians are. have been. In fact, Russia was not expecting this much resistance from the people. And and now you have a leader, 44-year-old Zelensky, fantastic, you know, young man. That's why we say elect young people. 
But don't go no, no. You would go and pick people who are who are at the border. Okay, no problem. That's all we can take on the trending issues for today. I definitely uh, will make a return tomorrow. News on the Globe is up next. Stay tuned.